0: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of Nose on the Wall. This is Justin Reed. This episode is going to be a little bit different. Um, We're going to get back to the regular uh, interview style with a guest structure come next week. Um, What I wanted to do with this episode was uh, just some general housekeeping. I want a, a bunch of announcements to make in terms of sponsorships and partnerships that I'm very excited about. But I also wanted to take the proper time to reflect on the last couple months of the show. You know, we're moving into New Year's and, you know, with New Year's resolutions and and kind of planning how the show is going to go moving forward. I wanted to take the proper time to communicate what that, what those changes uh, were going to look like with you, the listeners. So, uh first and foremost I wanted to thank you truly from the bottom of my heart for your continued listening support it does mean the world I uh you know several months ago I brought it up with my wife uh the the idea of the podcast and I was really unsure uh if I wanted to go through with it because um you know just with my my full-time job and um you know all of all of my my obligations and responsibilities on that on just the l- general life front i wasn't sure if i was going to have enough time to also dedicate to another you know just another job really um but i am very very happy that i did this is a a great outlet for me i hope it's clear that i i enjoy it when i'm when i'm talking with my with my guests um and it's been so cool to see just the uh, wide-ranging impact of the show in terms of um, you know demographics you know i look at i take the the analytics of the show very seriously um, and i'm always looking at the the breadth of the reach of the show and i think it's really cool that we have folks that are from rural, urban, and suburban pockets of, of the country. And that to me is really, really neat because I find, and I might be biased on this, but I find that generally speaking, there is not much overlap in who we interact with. So the fact that for whatever reason, that this uh, this platform of the podcasting space has the ability to reach so many people um, is humbling and um, really just just amazing to me. Um, and it, it I'm so appreciative of of your ongoing listener support. Um, so I'm I'm gonna dive into that here in just a moment and kind of. Turn the spotlight on you, the listener, um, and and highlight who you are, and highlight uh, you know where you come from, and what I want to do, um, and and like I said, I'll, I'll dive into it in, in further detail uh, here in a minute. I want to invite you to share these experiences that I sh- I talked with my guests about, but I, I, I want to hear the stories from you and I want to hear the experiences from you as well and if you are you know so moved to send in those experiences and you're comfortable with me reading them and then you know having a dialogue directly with me and um you know engaging with, in with the podcast in that way I'm happy to um you know read them in, in future episodes uh if that's something that you guys are interested in and something that you guys um you know want to maybe hear it as a, a an occasional episode of of listener stories so that's something that i've been floating um but before we get into the weeds on that i did want to uh announce some sponsorships and announce some partnerships that i have uh uh started and and that uh, you know some companies have approached me and i have approached them to uh to work together and 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 I'm very excited to announce the few that we have. Um, so we've got, of course, um, from episodes past, the, the folks at Free Lunch Coffee, um, who donate half of the money that they make off of the sales of their coffee to nonprofits supporting child hunger, which I think is awesome. Um, so they were first brought on as, um, as a one-time sponsor in, in in episodes past, but we got to talking and we're going to continue that relationship uh, on just an ongoing basis. So in addition to them, uh, we have also started a partnership with Wink, which is a, a wonderful wine subscription service that uh, sends all sorts of different wines based off of your preferences and your palette and they get to like a taste profile quiz thing uh, which is pretty cool and um, <laughs> and, and I want to point out these are not my ad reads. Um, I'm going to of course do it in a more formal way. this is simply just the announcement um, and and once I get through the the, the rest of the list here, I'll, I'll explain how this is going to look moving forward. Um, so we've got free lunch coffee, we've got wink. we are also uh, partnering with the folks at potsandpans.com, which is pretty (laughs) self-explanatory. They sell pots and they sell pans. And then, uh, in addition to them, we have a new partnership with a furniture brand, Dania Furniture. So, you'll be hearing a lot about those four companies just on an ongoing basis. Um, How we're going to integrate that into the show is at the top of the episode, um you know typically uh, up to this point i've had a 1 minute long read of you know introducing the guest or, or whatever um housekeeping and 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 you know podcast business we have to uh explain what i'm going to do moving forward is simply include um just the snippets about those four companies at the top and um i do i do ask that you indulge me in, in uh in those reads, in those ad reads, because these companies are what help support this show on an ongoing basis. Right? So the this this show is of course free to listen on whatever podcast uh uh platform you choose to listen to. Um, but, (laughs) you know, the truth of the matter is someone's got to pay the bills and, and by, uh, by, you know, giving me your ears, um, for, for these ads, that's what pays the bills. So I do ask that you, uh, you know, indulge me and, and, and do sit through the reads at the top of the show. And then we will, of course, move into the, uh, the guests, um, which, uh, as I, I mentioned up top we will be returning to that format come uh next monday which is uh da 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 da, January 4th of 2021 which <laughs> i cannot believe um this year is finally finally coming to a close um you know with of course covid and the shutdowns and uh presidential election and west coast fires and murder hornets and uh australia fires if you <laughs> can remember all the way back to january of this year um th- this year has been uh I'll call it a doozy um it, it's been kind of nuts so i'm very excited to turn the page on this year and uh, i'm very excited for what is to come in in 2021 um you know i personally in my life I have accepted a, a new job which I will be starting January eleventh. Um which is very exciting and <laughs> similar to my current position. I, I can't disclose where that is just because of the investment world and all the all the policies when it comes to that since I'm not representing, you know, the, the company itself in, in this capacity uh uh nose on the wall, right? So but regardless, you know the changes are coming. Uh, my wife, Sarah, uh, who I've I've spoken about on the podcast, you know her job search on on the West Coast, um, which wasn't going well for for quite some time when we first moved out here. Um, she has found work uh, as a ski instructor at at Mount Hood, which is the uh, a, a volcano. Uh, about an hour and a half from us that you could ski on. Um, So we're very, very grateful that she's working and that I have this new job lined up. Um, So, you know, we're looking forward to the next year, as I'm sure uh, many of you are as well. Um, So with that, I wanted to, you know, kind of line by line here, you know, express my gratitude to you, the listener. And I wanted to do that by I compiled here where all of you are from, you know. I I mentioned that, um, you know I I think it's so fascinating that <laughs> that there are so many of us on that that listen to this show. Um, and I it it blows my mind. Um, I I can't imagine <laughs> listening to me for so much time. Um, but I think it's amazing that that you know we. Come from so many different walks of life, and I just wanted to uh, to highlight that. So I know I've said that 400 times. Um, I can be a little long winded, as you probably know by now, just given how this show goes. Um, but without further ado, <coughs> I wanted to sh- turn it over to you. So first, from I uh, looking through my my analytics, um, looking at the state of Washington, my my home state, um, we've got some folks uh, that listen to the show from my, my neighbor to the north, Seattle, um, and some folks from Tacoma, and some folks from uh Mocheltio. And, um, you know, I haven't been in the Pacific Northwest for very long. We just moved here in, in July of, of this year, <laughs> in the middle of a pandemic and in the middle of all this craziness. Um, so one thing to my fellow washingtonians i wanted to ask of you was send me at at nose on the wall podcast at gmail.com that's going to be you know the case for for everything um you know i'd love to hear a a story of your favorite interaction with washington nature or um you know your restaurants or um whatever you know childhood experiences from from our state that resonate most with you. I would love to hear them because uh, you know, I'm still new here. I have plenty to see. And also for, you know, future children or what have you, um, I would love to know where in this state left a, a impact on you because I like to share those experiences with with my family. Um so moving on from from Washington, we've got our, our <laughs> neighbors to the south it's not neighbors but our our friends to the south california you know we've got a big pocket of folks from san jose and uh and mountain view chatsworth los angeles modesto Yuba city and anaheim and i, I know that like 10% of our country lives in california uh, but it has I- it is so amazing that There are folks listening from so many different parts of California, and I do, um, I I appreciate it. I've only been to California uh, once, actually, I think it was in uh, in 2014, January 2014, when I was at Florida State as part of the marching band. So we traveled out to California with our football team for the national championship game, which we won, by the way. Um, so I spent some time in Pasadena, but that's it. I haven't spent any time in California. So, um uh, with our listeners spanning, you know, across the whole state, um, similar to the Washington folks, send me in, you know, send me your, just your experiences being, you know, if you were raised in the state, tell me what that was like. If you are a, you know, California transplant, tell me what, w- what that was like. Um, all of which at, you know, the nose on the wall podcast at gmail.com. Another thing for just everyone listening, um, you can leave voicemails if that's the easier format for you. Um, and tru- truly that's going to be, um, that's gonna be really easy to translate into the, into future episodes of the podcast because I can play those voicemails, um, on the show and put it directly in as I'm piecing together the, the audio for it, right? So you can do that at uh, anchor.fm slash nose on the wall. And there'll be a little button for you to leave a voicemail. You can do it right on the, the website that, that hosts the 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 podcast. Um, so like I said, California, you guys are all over the place in that state. I want to know what it's like. And then <laughs> uh, moving on to our friends down in, in Texas, uh, all you crazy folks in that crazy, crazy state. Um, we've got some, some listeners from the big three, Dallas, Austin, and Houston. And for you guys, I'm curious mostly what the, the main differences between the three big cities are. I've never been to any of them. I've never been to Texas other than once a layover in the Dallas airport, which I don't count. Um, so I'm, I'm What's the difference? What are the big, you know, regional differences in the state, in terms of your food, in terms of your entertainment? I know Austin is a big, like artsy hub. I've got some friends that have lived there. Um, Caroline from a previous episode is living in Austin, um, and and from what I can tell, people who live there really like it. Um, and I, I'm really I'm, I'm Curious. I've just because of my lack of, um, you know, experience with the whole state of Texas. All I have is my my perception, um, which is probably skewed. Um, but you yeah, know, let me know what what you guys do down in, in Texas. Because my perception is you eat steaks and you shoot guns, and I'm sure that you do that. But I'm also <laughs> I'm, uh, I imagine that there's a little bit more to it than that. So, you know, what arts experiences have you had? Um, I've already mentioned, you know, restaurant and food and whatnot. Um, but yeah, tell me why, why, do, why do Texans love Texas so much? Um, I'd love to hear. And to my dear, dear state, home state of Florida, The fact that you're still in Florida is uh, uh, amazing to me, I know. I I get in in (laughs) lengthy debates with family and friends who, you know, they say, oh, well, it never gets cold. That's why we love it. Uh, That wasn't, that wasn't, uh, I left Florida not because of the heat. That was a big part of it. Um, But, you know Florida's a uh, whew, Florida's a, an interesting place, um, but it does hold a a special part in my heart. You know, I was born in Miami, spent ten years in in Tampa, and then uh, the rest of my childhood in in Fort Myers area. And so, for me, it's funny looking at the list of cities here because we've got Orlando and and Fort Myers, my my hometown. And Wachula and Boynton Beach and Miami and Lehigh Acres and Stewart, Florida, which similar to California span the whole state, right? So your experiences are not all the same as mine were, but not the same as each other. So, um, yeah, let me know what your time in Florida was like. Were you Disney? Were you Busch Gardens? What was, what, Universal? What was your top theme park? Um, when you were in school, were you taught how to run away from alligators? I know I was, you do a zigzag. And, uh, <laughs> when you tell people outside of the state of Florida, um, that you were actually taught how to run away from alligators, they they kind of look at you like you're crazy. Um, but yeah, no, Florida is definitely a melting pot, uh, state in terms of it. It's, um, you know it's, it's demographics uh, in terms of race and religion and and political leanings and i mean it's really a hodgepodge of people um all with different experiences so you know i definitely want to know what your what your time in that that needle state was like and then to our friends in virginia we have one little pocket in the state of virginia in ashburn virginia and and truthfully i have no knowledge of that city. I have no knowledge of that area. You know, I've, I have driven through the D.C. area. I spent a summer in Maryland, which is not the same <laughs> state, um, but I guess it's nearby. Um, so d- I, I know nothing about what your life has been or is or will be. Um, so So I want to know all about it and to my my past home state of ohio uh i w- lived in cincinnati for for four years before moving out to the west coast and um you know cincinnati was very good to me uh it was i it you know gave me uh, my my master's degree education and and started my career in that in that city um <coughs> so looks like i have you know some friends to the podcast from Batavia, Ohio, which is a little bit east of Cincinnati and also a big pocket in Columbus. And, um, (coughs) excuse me. Um, you know, Columbus, I, I regrettably in my time in Cincinnati didn't really venture outside of the city just because, you know, school and work and you have your routine. Um, so I didn't really spend much time in Columbus. I drove up there for a work meeting once or twice um but that's it so um you know and people <laughs> people rag on Ohio as is a flyover state with with people who settled in their life and uh that was not my that was not my experience there you know i met some some wonderful influential impactful people in in the state of ohio <coughs> you know i i had the As I've mentioned on past podcasts, I had the interesting experience at the time, but looking back on it, very fond experience of um, interning for an Ohio, uh, you know, U.S. Senator and, um, you know, seeing that that Midwestern mindset and and work ethic and whatnot in action, and that was within my first couple months there. Um, you know, seeing that all at work definitely gave me a, a positive impression, and then, you know, just by, you know, by nature of my job, as you know, working in the finance and investment world, I met a lot of people who were very, very influential in their communities. A lot of you know attorneys and, and philanthropists and whatnot that love that state and, and love their communities and and you know commit a lot of time and effort and resources to making those communities better. Um, and I know this is a long-winded tangent. This whole episode <laughs> seems to be a long-winded tangent. Um, <coughs> but I, lo- I really did like my time in Ohio, and um, I would love to know uh, what your experience was like, especially the folks in Columbus, because that's a huge hub with its own little sub-regional culture and um i know nothing of it so please enlighten me on on what makes your home and your upbringing so special there and uh to our our friends of the podcast from colorado which is a a wonderful wonderful state that i spent quite a bit of time in um was just there <laughs> 2 days ago um doing some skiing in winter park colorado um we got folks from from littleton fort collins and Denver, which is a, uh, you know, a suburb, a metro, and a college town. <laughs> so <laughs> I imagine the folks listening have very, very vastly different experiences. Were you raised up in the mountains? Were you, you know, what what was your nature thing if you had one? You know, were, were your family the mountain bikers? Were your families the skiers and snowboarders? Um, you know, were you part of the big block to, to Colorado that's happened in the last several years. Um, you know, I, I found that a lot of my friends from, from college have moved to Colorado. Um, some in part because of your, your your weed laws that passed, you know, several years ago and being on the forefront of that. Uh, that, was that was only a, k- a handful of people. But a lot of, a lot of people seeking the just the genuine connection to nature and and having access to <laughs> anything that you could possibly do outside um and having it right in your backyard so yeah l- what 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 was your experience like in Colorado um I know I've had wonderful times there uh, my my in-laws live in uh, live in Denver and um you know I know I know their experience but I don't know yours, so so send it in, and we're moving to a lot of <laughs> a lot of uh, East Coast folks here in Pennsylvania. We've got some some friends of the podcast in in Irwin and Philadelphia. Now F- Philly, you know, I have a uh, I, I haven't spent really any time there, um, if besides we did a, a family trip once to Philly to do all the historical stuff, and I have. Um, you know, a, a great aunt and uncle that lived there for the longest time. Um, but they've since moved down to Florida. And, um, I haven't, I haven't had the opportunity to go back to Philadelphia, but that's where my mother was born. That's where my grandmother was born and raised. Um, so I have a familial attachment to Philly. Um, my, my, family are like loose Eagles fans when they, <laughs> when they do well, so they're kind of bandwagon Eagles fans, um, but I haven't had any, you know, personal time there other than the stories I hear of family members that, oh, I went to Drexel, and, and, oh, uh, this is the, you know, the, the suburb in the community in the city that I lived in, but uh, all that was from, you know the. F- 40s through the 70s so i imagine it's a very different place now um so let me know what that's like and and for our listener from Irwin i have no idea what your home is like um so so please enlighten me and n- moving north from there to our listeners from New York we've got some folks from the big apple at nyc and uh some, some folks in Mount Kisco, New York. Now, NYC, I know as a visitor, as a traveler. Um, but that city changes you know day by day, especially in light of, of you know COVID there's been like a mass exodus. Um, and I'm curious what that's been like living there. Um, but if you were born there, raised there, um, if you moved there as a young professional and, and are establishing your career there, um, that, that city and, and that state and that region of the country has so many different experiences to offer depending on, on, you know, your walk of life and how you landed there. So I'm, I'm very curious, you know, what, what landed you there and what you're doing there and what it's been like so far and kind of staying in the mid Atlantic here, we've got. Our our friends from Brentwood, Maryland. Um, I've only spent a summer, actually spent two summers in uh, in a little town called Chestertown, Maryland, when I was interning for a classical musical fe- uh, classical music festival called the National Music Festival, which was a big title for a very small town. And uh, looks like the their marketing team caught that no one else was using it, which was pretty cool. Um, but Yeah. Other than that, I know you guys like crab cakes and that is a (laughs) a huge generalization, but again, similar with, with our other, you know, listeners, I don't know what your home's like. So please tell me, tell me. And then we only a couple more here. So stay with me. (laughs) I appreciate your patience. I want to make sure that while I'm going through this, we don't leave any stone unturned and, and leave out anyone. Um, so we've got our, our, our friends from uh, Tennessee, in Nashville, which I I certainly hope you have not been impacted in any way, shape or form from the uh, the explosion that happened there on on Christmas. Yeah, you know that that's a a horrible event, and I hope that it hasn't impacted you or anyone you know in any way, because oof, you know people are crazy. So, um, you know, wishing you the best there. And um, a, in addition to Nashville, we got some folks from Seerville, and sorry Seaverville, and um, which I'm unfamiliar with. It seems that the folks in Tennessee like just throwing "ville" at the end of their towns, which is a uh, a neat observation, yes. I guess. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know your home. Let me know. Let me know what it's like there. Um, I'm not sure if Tennessee has like the same. Um, like culinary traditions as the rest of the South. I really don't know much. I've driven through the state a lot on my drives between Cincinnati and visiting my folks in Fort Myers in Florida. Um, but I think I stopped at like a Moe's and got a burrito one time. But <laughs> that's that's my whole uh the whole experience that I've had with Tennessee. So, again, what makes you love that state? What may what don't you love about the state? Let me know how that's how how what your experience has been there and we've also got a few folks from nebraska specifically bellevue nebraska which (laughs) like a lot of these towns i don't know much about so you know i'm curious you know nebraska i've driven through i just did the drive from cincinnati to the west coast which was 40 hours in a u-haul which wasn't fun and unfortunately nebraska was like eight hours of that (laughs) So, i I am kind of skewed against the state of Nebraska just because the drive was so long, but I'm sure that's a narrow-minded perception to have. So, lem- what do you what do you love about your home? You know, I know, I know, you know, like I think like Warren Buffett's from Nebraska, and and you know, has his house that he bought in like you know seventeen t- ten because he's a million years old, um, and he loves his state and that that's you know a, a big pride point for him is this to be from the state of Nebraska and you know you guys contribute a lot to our agriculture and all that stuff so it's an important state but one that I am not familiar with so like others enlighten me send in your thoughts your 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 feedback of your home <laughs> um and uh, I, I'd love to learn it and I'd love to share it and to my neighbor in the south, the state of Oregon, who have, a, and this is a fairly new listener from Hermiston, Oregon. And I am brand new here. I've, like I said, at the top of this, I've moved out to the Pacific Northwest in, uh, in July. So <laughs> I, I haven't really traveled much just given COVID. You know, I've spent most of my time on the Washington side of the river. And, um, other, than, and other than skiing at Mount Hood, with with my wife we haven't really done much went to cannon beach with our dogs one time um but we really haven't gotten to explore the west coast so as a i'm assuming as a uh, as a a local who's been here for at least more than six months like i have um what what is it like to either be born and raised or live here longer time than me you know what are the pockets of the state that bring you the most joy and happiness, what, you know, d- just so very selfishly, I want to know, because I can visit these places in a short, you know, day trip or whatever, so I'd love to, love to hear your thoughts on, on your home, and, and, you know, where, where you love to go, and, and what, what gives you those, those, you know, warm fuzzies, uh, and, and, uh, you know, triggers all those happy memories, and finally, in terms of our, our, folks here in the states. We've got Illinois uh our friends from Crystal Lake, Illinois. So, again, don't know your town. So, don't leave me hanging. Let me let me know what makes your home home. And beyond that, you know, that's a that's a huge range of people which which I've said it once, I've said it twice in this episode alone. Blows my mind. Absolutely. It, it, it's humbling, it is, it is incredible to me that people from all walks of life, from all over this country, doing all sorts of different things, exp- come together in a way and listen to this same show of me ranting about childhood and, and favorite smells and favorite birthdays and all that fun stuff. Um, so thank you, truly from the bottom of my heart. What... Absolutely floors me more than the breadth of the show domestically is the fact that we have people that listen from across the world um, and, and not even concentrated pockets of, of, of the globe. Um, I don't have a specific uh, uh, detail on our international listeners, but looking at it on our, our international folks, we've got Singapore, Germany, the UK, Russia, Australia, Iceland, and Canada. So what's that? We've got Europe, Asia, North America of course, and Australia. So that's <laughs> four of the seven continents that this sh- that that tune into this show which I mean truly from the bottom of my heart, thank you. Um w- you know, I I don't know much about a lot of cities and and states and towns and regions in our country but i certainly know way less about other countries and other traditions and and you know a lot of our our memories come from customs and food and 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 you know family traditions and that's completely different across the the world so i am fascinated to know more about your customs and your traditions and and what what made your childhoods you know w- what they are so i know that was a long tangent i know it's kind of like sitting through a graduation ceremony where you're just like get to my kid right <laughs> um but i wanted to do that as we wrap up this year and move into um move into 2021 one just as a a a statement of, of gratitude um and a bit of reflection on my end um, but I also I do moving forward want to engage with you guys um, in ways that we haven't so far and I know the show is young and I know that we have a lot of room to grow and I want to grow in a direction that is exciting for everybody not just me because ultimately yeah I'm the one talking into the mic but you're the one that this show is yours right? I don't know what memories you know these stories trigger for you i don't know you know what experiences come to mind when you're listening to me talk to someone else about them and i want to kind of broaden how this show how we can interact using this show as a platform right so i know this has been a long tangent. In a way, and I know that, like I said, it's kind of like sitting through a graduation ceremony. Um, but I did feel that it was important to do because there's a lot to there's a, there's a lot of growth that can come from it. So I said it at uh, kind of periodically, but I wanted to recap um how we can interact moving forward. So there is the, the email nose on the wall podcast at gmail.com. I do personally read all the emails that come in, so please absolutely reach out because, you know, I d- I, d- I genuinely <laughs> I, I genuinely want to know what everyone's you know life experiences have been because I learn as the show goes on that we all have a different take on the world, we all have a different uh, upbringing, we well. all have a different. Perspective on childhood and, and, and all the different nuances and intricacies of what makes our childhoods what they were, and then by extension, what makes our lives what they are. So, please, you know, send in, uh, w- you know, in addition to the memories and experience, all that stuff, send in your feedback. How can, how can I grow? How can I better serve you guys as, as the listening body of the show? Um, like I said, this isn't my show, this is your show. So I want to provide, you know, the best listening experience. Um, and what, about what better time to do it than around, you know, New Year's. So, um, yeah, nose on the wall podcast at gmail.com. Also on Instagram, which admittedly I have not been posting as much as I should be to grow the show. Um, but I do personally look at all of the messages that come in. Um, and that is at nose on the wall on Instagram. Um, let me know if it would be worthwhile to consider a, a YouTube channel as well. Um, you know, maybe get some, some video content, um, in the mix also, uh, because that's something I'm happy to, to look more seriously into if that, if there's, if there's a, uh, you know, if there's a demand for it, in any way. Um, so, what I say: the email, uh, Instagram. Uh, I just want to reiterate: the voicemails you can leave on the the hosting website on Anchor, right? So that's Anchor.fm/slash Nose on the Wall, and on that you can leave a voicemail and say whatever you want. You know, let me know who you are, what your deal is, you know, where you're c- where you're calling from, and and share whatever <laughs> whatever it is you want to share, I, I do like the rest, personally do look at everything. So you know, that was uh that that was my agenda. I wanted to announce the new sponsors, announce the format of that, and then take the proper time to thank you for your ongoing listening support and then as I said, kinda turn the spotlight on you, the listener. And um we're going to get back to regular programming, um, you know, come Monday the 4th. I've got a whole slew of, of uh, recordings I'm going to do uh, this week. I've got like four or five that I'm going to get banked. So we are soon to return to to normalcy, both in terms of the podcast, this continuity and the scheduling and format, but also just in the world <laughs> with, with 2020 coming to an end. Um, so with that, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I look forward to continuing this podcast and continuing this project. And I look forward to, uh, to engaging with you guys. So until next time, see you guys. Bye. -bye.